0: Good morning, and welcome to Rich Thoughts for Breakfast. I'm Harold Herring, and that's my fine wife, Beth. on this wonderful Wednesday. Yes, it is. Today, we're going to talk about, well, seven questions about money. We're going to get straight to the point of this message. You need more money. <laughs> now, I'm not trying to be provocative, presumptuous, or even prophetic, but the fact is, you need more money. That's just a true statement. Whoever you are, you need more money. I know that's a true statement, even if we don't want to admit it. We're going to discuss why you need more money, and secondly, how you can get more money. I want to ask you a question. you need answers in your life? Ecclesiastes 10.19. 10.19 A feast is made for laughter, and wine maketh merry. But money answereth all things. The New International Version of that verse, Ecclesiastes 10.19, says money is the answer for everything. Money certainly provides solutions and has tremendous power to change situations. But money is neither good nor bad. It just reveals the character of the person who has it. That's the truth. Human nature is fascinating. People have money feel guilty and uncomfortable about their wealth. Then there are those who don't have money, but continually criticize and condemn those who do. Isaiah 60, verse 5, 60, verse 5 says, Then you shall see and become radiant. Your heart shall swell with joy, because the abundance of the sea shall be turned to you. The wealth of the Gentiles shall come to you. Money allows us to be more effective in everything we do. Mm.
1: And money really is just an extension of who you are, which really means that all Christians, if we were an extension of who we are, we could change some things. But we suggest that you continually ponder the power and wisdom of Joshua 1.8. 1.8 in the classic Amplified Bible. This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth. But you shall meditate on it day and night that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you shall make your way prosperous and then you shall deal wisely and have good success. Prosperity is definitely a result of success. If you want to to be poor, then the verse would have said, for then you shall barely get by, have just barely enough. And then you shall deal wisely and depend on other people to take care of you. So the question is, what is God really promising us? Why would He promise us prosperity and success if we're He wanted and preferred us to be poor and broke? The love of money is an attitude. There are seven questions that help us know whether or not we actually just need money to you know, get to be able to be our servant or if we actually love money.
0: Number one, do you know who really owns the money in your pocket bank account and our investments? Deuteronomy 10, 14, 10, 14, classic, classic amplified Bible. Behold, the heavens and the heaven of heavens belong to the Lord your God. The earth also with all that is in it and on it. Psalm 24, 1, 24, 1. The earth is the Lord's; the fullness thereof, the world, and they that dwell therein. The New Living Translation of Psalm 24:1 says it even clearer, if that's possible. But it reads, "The earth is the Lord's, and everything in it, the world and all it, the world and all its people, belong to Him." That's it. Job 4:11, 41:11, 41:11, New Living Translation. Who's given me anything that I need to pay back? Everything under heaven is mine. Wow! Understanding that God owns everything will clarify our thinking, keep us from making inaccurate and unscriptural assumptions about the things that we own in this life.
1: All right, as opposed to being a steward, but we'll get there. Number two, what is your reaction to giving? Are you the kind of person who says, I'm not going to give them anything for Christmas because they didn't give me anything last year. Some people have said that. Yes, they have. When it's time to receive the offering in church, what's your response? Do you love it or do you react to it? Look at what Jesus said in Matthew 6.21. Six twenty one says, For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. It's true. So if your treasure is in you know, providing for your church, the church that you're, you know, going to, then your heart is going to leap at the opportunity of being able to see it do well. In Matthew 621, Message Bible, it says, it's obvious, isn't it? The place where your treasure is, is the place you will most want to be and end up being. So our giving really reflects the place that we most want to be. And here's the bottom line. You end up being there. Here's another question to ponder before we move on to the next point. Do excuses or justifications come to your mind when it's time to give to any certain thing?
0: That's a good question. Number three, do you resent what other people have? Mm. Do you resent the fact that somebody else has something you don't? Actual problem is the love of money. That's right. It causes people to resent those who have it. Envy? A judgmental spirit or resentment of other people's wealth identifies a person with the love of money. One of the major keys to manifesting blessings in your own life is to rejoice with others over the blessings in their lives.
1: And I will never forget the time the Lord showed me clearly that other people were envious of somebody who had a lot of money, and the fact that they would never have money. You cannot have something that you're envious or resent somebody else having. So let it go. Number four, are you taking shortcuts? You know, dishonest deals and tax avoidance and, well, it's an evidence of the love of money. And it also, unfortunately, brings a curse on you. Yes, it does. In Jeremiah 1711, 1711 New Living Translation, it says, Like a bird that hatches eggs, she is not laid. So are those who get their wealth by unjust means. Sooner or later, they'll lose their riches, and at the end of their lives will become poor old fools. Wow. That's straight out of the Word of God. But if you want to, look at what the King James Version says of 1711. It says, So that he getteth riches, and not by right, shall leave them in the midst of his days and at his end shall be a fool so what is right we know it yes we it's do seed time and harvest yes the it is Lord put in the word so we could make it and be prosperous
0: number five you hold on to things too tightly did you hear the story of the man who held on to George Washington so tightly? That he started to cry.
1: That meaning George Washington started to cry.
0: Yeah. By the way, George Washington is the president who's going to church more than any other. Mm. Here's another question Are you the type of person who will drive 20 minutes to save $2 without thinking about what it costs you to make that drive? Do you withhold money when you have the opportunity to bless because you think you'll need it later? Two scriptures. Proverbs 11, 24, 25, 11, 24, 25, New Living Translation. Give freely and become more wealthy. Mm. Be stingy and lose everything. The generous will prosper. Those who refresh others will themselves be refreshed.
1: That says so much yes, of the difference between the word and the point of view.
0: Psalm 37, 21, 37, 21, Message Bible. Wicked borrows and never returns. Righteous gives and gives. Generous gets it all in the end. Stingy is cut off
1: in the past. That sounds like a great Western. <laughs> yes. Number six, how do you react when you've been taken advantage of? Wow, there's a story told about Robert D. Vincino, a golfer from Argentina. He beautifully displayed one of the best well, one of the best ones many years ago when he won the Masters Golf Tournament, but he didn't denied the coveted green jacket. I say he won because he had the lowest score at the end of the four days, but his playing partner who kept the score had inadvertently written that he had made a five in one of the holes in which, in reality, he made a four. So, He ended up signing the card, but the card was incorrect as it was signed, and he was therefore disqualified. He'd not cheated, but the rules stood. What was his reaction when he learned he had been disqualified? Did he blame his playing partner? No, he said he had made a stupid mistake. He accepted full responsibility himself. Now, what kind of a man is he? So sometime later, when he did win another big tournament, and they gave him a big check. He uh, spent a great deal of time in the dressing room. He wasn't in a particular hurry. When he got out to the parking lot, it was empty except for a young woman who approached him and said she didn't have a job. Her sick baby was at the point of death and she didn't have money to pay the hospital or the doctors. This gentleman, De Da Vincio, signed his tournament winnings to this young woman and went on his way. The next week when he was in the country club, one of the PGA officials told him that he'd been a victim of fraud. That woman didn't have a baby and wasn't even married. And he goes, you mean that baby wasn't sick? And the official said, that's right. He goes, wow, you've just given me the best news that I've heard all year. Wow. Wow, for sure.
0: Number seven, is money too high on your agenda? We must never be ruled by or live according to money alone. Prosperity is about so much more than money. God wants us prosperous in every area of our lives, spiritual, family, financial, physical, mental, social. Prosperity is not what you have. Prosperity is what has you. That's right. When we recognize money is just a tool to help us accomplish the things that God called us to do, we've taken the first step to being released money. Think about that thing. These things. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We want to thank those of you who sowed an emergency seed. Yes. And Mm -hmm. uh, instead of sending me a birthday gift, you sowed a seed. We've been able to do a lot of things. We've been able to bless some preachers who needed help. Yes.
1: Mm -hmm. In a tight spot.
0: They were in tight spots.
1: And yeah, no. Able to Breast, a young lady who had lost her job through no, you know, real reason of her own, very anointed woman who does a lot of preaching. We were able to, um,
0: thanks to we'll you, do we'll
1: support really someone who's kind of up there but has really been able to reach a lot of people truly through the radio broadcasts that she sponsors and stuff. So there are people. Mm, There's just ways to be able to help
0: people. We have sowed, sowed thousands of emergency seeds over the years. And thank you. Yes. For this last time we were able to do that. Almost, I think, almost $2,000. Those been right. If you consider some of the others, we've done more than that.
1: Anyway, but I mean on your birthday. So, God is good, and we are able to bless. In the, if You bless, and it becomes a blessing. It's like a seed sown on your behalf. But, unless we get carried away.
0: Until tomorrow morning at 830 Eastern, God bless you. Happy trails.
1: And keep thinking rich thoughts from the
0: Word of God. We love you. We appreciate you. Bye-bye.